1: Well, we have been on a roll. Yeah, we have. Doing three podcasts about what great leaders do. Yep. And <laughs> um, th- it cannot simply all be put in three simple podcasts, but for all intents and purposes, we're focusing on these three things. The first one was how can we think differently? Mm-hmm. The second one is great leaders uh, solve problems. Yeah, they do. And the last one we're gonna talk about today is how great leaders Deliver inspiration. Mm. So if you've had a chance to listen to the last two days, we have touched on a couple times really about how we as leaders have to stay inspired internally mm. um, in our own hearts and minds. We need to uh, choose to think differently to find inspiration. But today we're actually gonna talk about how we connect with our audience. We connect with those following us to provide, to transfer that inspiration to those that are listening to us. And so we've got a few just sort of helpful pointers today of of how how you can be an inspiration. Um, One of the first things that we're gonna talk about today in how to be an inspiration is you do have to discover what your own personal gifts and talents are. Yeah. Um, you really, and you, this, we've, you've got to know how it is that you, as a person and an individual, do connect with other people by simply knowing what you are good at and maybe what you, what you're not as good at. And uh, the best way that we can encourage you to do that and the ways that Fitz and I have done this really for years at this point, um, in all different capacities and we 've done it with our staff is doing profiles like know your profiles mm. um, I can tell you we 've done um, we 've done disk we have done um, strength finders 2.0 we 've done myers brigg we 've done um, L- uh, love uh, the love languages we 've also done there 's one called the life languages yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you that, and we've done them at different times and seasons in our lives over the last 20 years. And I always take something from all of them Mm. that helps me sort of internalize who I am and why I communicate the way I do, why I operate and think the way that I do. Um, I know for me, for example, like in the Strength Finders, I remember when I took it, I was like, I remember I did it with a group of girlfriends and we sort of sat down and, and dissected it with each other. <laughs> and I remember thinking I was the most boring person alive after taking the Strength Finders 2.0 because I was like, my, these are just so, of course these are my top five. Like this was, it was so predictable what my top five strengths were that I found it very uninspiring personally. Um, But as I've actually had a chance to sort of digest that, I've realized, for example, two of my top five, one is belief and one is um, connection or connectivity, or I can't Mm -hmm. quite remember what it is. But I've realized like um, for me, for example, when we are working on building a team, I have certain gifts and talents of ways that I um, sense and feel the need to help people connect into the team. And, you know, you begin to realize, like, I need to reach out or if if I am sensing something is off, then I usually, if I address it, I can uncover that and help bring health back into an environment. Um, There's just certain ways that that I learned about myself through the Strength Finder 2.0 that I connect. I also know from belief, like, I genuinely, in things that I really believe, I love spreading and hope and giving encouraging messages. Like it, it, it rejuvenates me. And so I try to activate that and do that with the team. Mm. But you need to know what is it for you? What is your profile? And if you have no idea what we're talking about, I just gave you a list of five things that you can Google and find, and you get like, we've done, like what I've done with your mastermind friends, and you learn about yourself so that you can figure out how to better connect with your team And as you are inspired, you're going to figure out how to better deliver that message to those who are following you.
0: You know, in discovering your gifts and your talents, uh, you find out who you are and who you're not. And I've always felt inspired watching somebody that's really great at something do that thing. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I just I've always found myself and just recently I just I think I've become more aware of that inspires me so much. But I'm also uninspired by people who are trying to be somebody that they're not. Um, inspiration we were inspired in this three series podcast here we were inspired by Craig Rochelle. and every time I watch one of his videos or every time I would listen to his podcast like that dude takes 14 hours of content condenses it down into 20 minutes and I could react one of two ways I could learn from it and admire his abilities or i could try to be him right and i'm never gonna be if you've no. been watching our podcast you know this it's like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be him but i'm inspired by him to continue to 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 perfect me and perfect my craft and what i do um because i don't want to operate in a lane that's not mine i i, I learned that the hard way I, actually one of the profiles that we took this thing was called uh, the seven spheres of influence and i remember taking that that uh, that that assessment and a mentor of mine was in the office when I finished it and one of the spheres is business and I thought well I'm I'm influential in business I own my own business business has got to be it and business was number two but number one was education and I didn't see that coming and I always joke that I come from a long line of teachers and farmers I live in North Dallas so farming is basically out but I didn't really realize that teaching and education was something that was in me I didn't ever wanna be a school teacher, but what I've done is taken education and turned it into my, monetized it through the business that we have in life insurance. And so I remember saying that to my mentor, like number one was education. He said, well, yeah. (laughs) He just looked at me like I was stupid. He said, you just learning this? I said, well, yeah. he said, this was a powerful question. He said, well, what are you gonna do with it now? That was a pivotal moment in my life when life just changed. That was 2014. I remember distinctly where I was and exactly when it happened. And I was like, well, I'm gonna start operating in that. Rather than trying to be something great at something that I'm never going to be great at, mm-hmm. in, in being somebody else, I can only be great at being me. And I think that when you are doing that, you will inspire other people that's right. to be the greatness that's in them. I think that uh, uh, to inspire others, you got to work. You got to work consistently. It's not sexy. It's not. It's not uh, you know awesome. But listen. <sighs> When I think about the inspirational leaders, um, they're the leaders that are out front. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and one of the legendary leaders, you know, General Patton, you know, he's, he would sit on top of the tank and ride into battle in front of his troops with a big star on his helmet, so the enemy knew that was the guy to take out. Snipers were aiming for him, but his men watched that and said, if he's doing that, in the position he's in, he could very easily be you know, 14 miles away running this battle from behind and not putting himself at any risk. But look at him out there out front, taking all the risk and all the shots. How can I not follow somebody like that? Mm-hmm. And, and I know that if you're going to inspire others to rise up to be something better than they, they have been or even better than, than their family has ever been, you have to be out there setting that example and finding other examples of, of that success to inspire them. And you know we, we do a weekly sales meeting. And every week, I love hearing, and we we always interview the top five producers for the week. We want to know how their week went. I love when somebody new gets into that top five because it, listen, (laughs) just for a minute, it's just me and you, nobody else ever around. I love being reminded that what our business is works. That's right. I love being reminded of it. And when, when I've got somebody that's been with me 15 years and they're still seeing success, that doesn't always remind me that our business works. They're just good. They've been here a decade and a half. Mm-hmm. But when somebody brand new, they've got this lead sitting in front of them, they make a phone call, they book an appointment, they go out there and they make a sale and they get paid commission on it. The client has a policy and if they die, their family's not under a bridge somewhere. Like I am reminded and inspired that Yes, it still works. And so something a mentor told me 20 plus years ago is, listen, you got to get the new blood to inspire the old blood because the old blood's been around for a while and they ho hum. Everybody makes a quarter million dollars. It's normal and natural. Mm -hmm. Then you got this new person suddenly that's making good money and they go, holy crap, you can really make this kind of money. Now the old blood is reminded that what we do isn't normal and that people can really change their lives. Mm -hmm. And it's inspiring.
1: Well, I think it's that, yeah, like you're saying, it's always that concept of something being done for the first time. Mm. So whether it be a brand new person coming in and having success and inspiring all of us, but also like we just had an example on our team call last night of a gentleman who's been with us for 10 years. But he's just written um, more production than he's ever submitted in the course of like three weeks. I mm-hmm. think he's maybe at 65,000, maybe close mm-hmm. to 70 by now mm-hmm. so far this month. And um, he's fired up yeah. and he's challenging his people. And, um, <laughs> you know, anytime any of us reach a new level, mm. it is inspiring to someone else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'd say finally, you got to lead with integrity. Um, it's, it is, I just know personally from, from being a follower, it is never inspiring um, to follow somebody who lacks integrity, Mm -hmm. that their yes is not yes. And their no is not no. And you can't trust what they're going to say or do behind your back. Mm -hmm. That's not inspiring. And it's not encouraging to want to continue to follow that, that leader. And, and so I just know that that as a follower I've felt that and I have to remember that people I'm leading I don't want them to feel that same feeling. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that man when when Fitz says he's going to do something he's going to do it. And and if Fitz says this is going to work then it's going to work. And when when I'm when I'm not around and Fitz is talking with my my team I can trust what he's telling them mm-hmm. because it's he just is who he is inside and outside the business and And there's an integrity there and that integrity is one of those words that just means so much to me Mm -hmm. Um, and it it really is that your yes is yes and your no is no and that people can trust you implicitly Um, i don't know how you inspire people without that Mm -hmm. honestly if you're leading people
1: yeah well you've got to be predictable in your best practices
0: (laughs) She you always know. jokes that I'm so predictable. Yes. You're so predictable. And
1: he's always says, you love it, that I'm predictable that I come home every single night.
0: I don't have a second family in Utah somewhere. That's right. a Fletch reference for those out there.
1: But as leaders in the same way, right, we need to be predictable in our best practices um, from the way that we uh, promote people or the way that we give edification or praise. Um, it's, it's sometimes when we are not consistent um, and predictable in the way we do those things, it, it takes somebody, it's now all of a sudden we're like, we're sucking the air out of the room. Like mm. we've been working so hard to infuse the room with inspiration. We, some people can really use gifts and talents to infuse a room with inspiration and they can suck it right back out by the lack of character that mm. they display when they are not being consistent in their best practices. So um, it's really important that, yes, that we um, are consistent in the things that we do and we create this atmosphere of trust. Mm. Um, because uh, people, when they're inspired to do more, like we're talking about, when we take these people who are out there pushing harder to get more out of life, we want them to know that it's worth it. Yeah. And an environment of trust, leading with integrity makes it 100% worth it for those people. And the more people that cross that line, the more more people will follow. Yeah. And, um, and so it's very important that we, um, as leaders, are trustworthy not only in the way that we interact with people individually, one-on-one, but the atmosphere that we create and the environment we create within our organizations.
0: Yeah. Well, and I hope this has helped as far as kind of regurgitating some things that Craig Groeschel inspired us with. Uh, Those three podcasts, again, if you didn't watch the other two, go back and watch those if you missed them uh, to kind of get all three points. But, you know, what great leaders do, right? And I I hope this is what, I hope we've given you a taste and uh, that you're thirsty for more. That's Right? right. Anything to add? No. no me either I will say this if we can help in any way don't hesitate to get on our calendar uh, thefitsgroup.org slash staff calendars or you can go to timewithfits.com either one of those will take you to, to calendars for the staff uh, for me everybody uh, and you can just you know, click on the link there and book a time and let's talk and uh, our, our objective is to help you get better uh, and uh, anything we can do to help we certainly want to right okay hey now that you know you, you know, know.